Hello everyone and welcome back to Stay Hot Besties. I am your host, Emmy Drew. Um, happy Thanksgiving this week. Um, I am grateful for everybody who listens to this podcast and nobody else. I'm nah, just kidding. Um, if you haven't had the chance to listen to last week's episode, Down and Dirty Body Talk, what are you waiting for? It's a great episode, a great interview with Brooke. Um, just go listen to it, okay? Um, you guys, we've got a great episode planned for you today. Um, we're going to start with the hot and knots, and then we have a little weekend update. The weekend update is not an item of pop culture, but rather a story time from my life this week. Um, and then for our main subject this week, we are doing a deep dive into all of Taylor Swift's relationships. Now, this is 100% inspired by the genius that is Red Taylor's version. And I talked about this last week, but I was not a big Taylor fan. Like, I was like, yeah, she's fine. Until, hello, this album came out and it is pure gold. Simply pure gold. So I'm very excited for that. So let's just jump right in to the hots and knots. This week, my hots up on the docket for the hots list. We have giving gifts. So my love language is not give it's not gifts. My love language goes physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time. And those are pretty evenly spread. And then gifts and acts of service are like the lowest. So I find it really interesting that like the best way I show love is giving gifts. I love like picking out exactly what I think they're going to like and giving really unique, fun, memorable gifts. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just a simply a saint. Simply the greatest human alive. All I want to do is just give gifts. So... Um, next up this week is Christmas time, guys. It's Christmas time. Uh, some people might disagree with me, but I am a Christmas whore. We decorated our house and it's a freaking wonderland. Like our trees out. We have all these beautiful decorations and it's just like... I am in the spirit. We're watching Christmas movies. I'm listening to music. It is time. And yes, Thanksgiving had its moment. But it's time to move on to simply the best time of the year. Okay? I will not take arguments against it. So I love Christmas. And if any of you know want to know what I want for Christmas, it is for you to listen to my podcast and leave a five-star review and tell all your friends and blow it up so that I can do this forever because I love it. Okay, third hot of the week is romance. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not experiencing any of this romance firsthand. However, I'm really enjoying all of the Christmas love story movies. I'm listening, I'm reading a lot of good, a lot of good lovey-dovey books. And it's just making me feel so good for these people. And like, I'm just watching it. Happy for others. Less happy for other people in real life because 
you know, jealous. But uh, yeah, a good a good romance movie. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret about myself. I really can't get into a story unless there is a good romance. You know. Like, even if it's just, like, a slight little, there's a married couple and they kiss every once in a while. Like, I'm hooked, you know? So, and that's not to say I'm not, like, a a woman of the 21st century who doesn't need a man. I surely don't. I'm very, I'm a strong, independent woman. But, you know, it could be nice. Have a little romance if anybody's looking. Um... If anybody knows of anybody, I want to send them my way. That'd be great. Um. Anyways. Okay, let's move on to our knots then. Okay. First up on the list of knots is people who talk too loud in a public place. I'll, I've said it once. I'll say it again. Read the room. And obviously, yes, I do have a personal story. And obviously, yes, I am going to tell you. So I'm sitting in um, a building on campus. And this building is is known for being relatively a quiet place, you know. Like, not a lot of people go there to talk. Like, they sit and do work. Which is what I was doing. And some girl, bless her heart, just decides to answer a phone call. And it's like, we can all hear you. Like, I can hear every word you're saying. Like, I heard her tell her whole life story. Like, all of her drama, what her plans for Saturday night were, where she lives. Like, I know so much about this girl simply from the fact that she didn't take her phone call outside. And she was in a dead, silent room talking. I'm just like, okay. Okay. now we're all focused on you and we're all listening to you because you know I'm curious I'm a nosy Nelly <sighs> anyways this is your sign if you take if you talk too loud in a public place everyone's listening to you it's like not one of those things where it's like nobody cares nobody notices you no we all notice okay moving on next hate not this week lines for the bathroom There is nothing more frustrating than having to pee and not being able to pee at your leisure. Like, I don't know. I just feel like also, like, you know, you're waiting in line and everybody, like, looks at you and you're just like, hey, um, just waiting. Just waiting in line. You know? I just feel like I'm like, "Mm, I don't need that. (laughs) I don't need that. Yeah. Nothing more frustrating. I want to pee at my leisure. If I have to pee... I gotta go. Like, I don't have time to wait in this line. You know? That's why you gotta get good at planning your bathroom breaks around times where the bathrooms are not crowded. Pro tip. I've started to do that. And it's blessed my life. Okay. Last up on the knots this week is men. Obviously, not all of them. Especially not the ones that listen to this podcast. Love you. Um, but all I have to say is just the audacity is on sale this year. It is like, it is like audacity is 99% off and every man in the world decides this is the best deal of their life. And I'm just getting fed up. 
women, let's take back our rights. Not our rights. Our rights are being taken away. Let's fight this patriarchy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let's do it. Um, and I have a story to tell. I can't quite tell it yet. But, oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Literally, oh boy. <laughs> Anyways, not, not into it. Okay, you guys. Um, weekend update. So this is not an item of pop culture, but it might as well be. So this week, me and my friends, Eli, McKenna, and Abby, we went up to Logan, Utah, and we stayed on an alpaca farm. Yes, there was alpacas, and they loved us. Um, so we wanted an adventure, and my friend Abby goes to Utah State University, which is up in Logan. It's about two hours away from where I am. And we wanted to visit her. We knew she couldn't, like, come down to us or go anywhere. So we decide, let's get on Airbnb and find the craziest place we could stay. So, of course, we find this little one-room cottage on an alpaca farm. <laughs> That has an outhouse, an outdoor shower, an outdoor sink, no heat, just simply a wood-burning stove. And we say, perfect! It sounds like an adventure. And it was. And it was honestly one of my favorite experiences ever. There was no heat. We were completely off the electric grid, so all of our power came from solar panels. And if you used too much, you would simply run out of power. And we had to light the wood-burning stove every night, um, build a fire in there to heat the room, and snuggle up real close. But, but surprisingly, it was one of the most comfy beds I've ever slept in in my life. So I had no complaints. I had a great time. Um, we had the best time. I laughed so I think I laughed the hardest I've ever in my life, which is hard to believe because I crack myself up on the daily. But we all peed our pants at least once because, well, truly everything on that trip was just hilarious. I was with some of the funniest people on this planet, but we made these videos where we pretended to sing awfully. And it was simply the funniest thing. Like, we had way too much fun. Um, I spent way too much money at the DI, which is a thrift store. I got so many good things. It was so great. Um, we accidentally stumbled into a sex shop. I didn't buy anything. Don't worry, Mom. Yet. Didn't buy anything yet. Huh? Um, we went to this place called Angie's, where the locals eat. And we ordered the kitchen sink ice cream sundae. And it's one of those things where, like, if you finish it, you get a prize. In this case, it was a bumper sticker. There was four of us. We were like, oh, easy. We can down it. It was simply the most ice cream I've ever seen in my life. You know at Cold Stone when they have, like, the little tubs of ice cream? It was probably almost a full one of that. With, like, bananas and chocolate and caramel. And it was unreal. No, we did not finish it. I think if we had even two, even one more person and we didn't eat dinner before, we could have easily finished it. But I feel like I ate the most ice cream I ever had in my life. I actually started to sweat. And that's when you know you've gone too far, bestie. You have gone too far. Let's get into our deep dive, huh? 
So I talked about this last week. I already said I'm a big Taylor fan now. If you have not watched the All Too Well short film, what are you doing? Pause this. Go watch it. Of course, come back and finish the episode. But it is simply one of the greatest pieces of art I've ever seen. Okay. I wanted to do a deep dive because she's kind of brutal when it comes to exposing people in her songs. Like, she does not hold back. And I have to say, here's my truth. I love her, but, like, obviously she had to be a little crazy. Or she had to have a little crazy side because she would write songs about everyone. Like, she is the common denominator in a lot of these relationships. Not all of them, I get it. Men are the worst, and I've and I've talked I talked about them. What? Hi. That's Lizzie, my sister. Bye. <laughs> yeah. So in the words of the wise sage Evan Beasley, note to self. Well, note to everyone, don't be in a relationship with Taylor Swift. Okay. Let's jump right in. So we start with Joe Jonas, the love of my life, simply my only celebrity hall pass. Um, They dated in 2008 for just a few months. Now, they had what was one of the most iconic breakups, which was the 27-second phone call, which, come on, that is peak teenage boy classic teenage boy and you know she talks about it in her SNL the first time she hosted SNL she literally calls it out in the monologue she's called it out on the Ellen show she is not afraid to hold back when it comes to their breakup um it inspired some great songs I don't know if anybody's listened to Mr. Perfectly Fine but it's one of her best forever and always and holy ground are also rumored to be written about joe jonas um they seem to be on good terms now i mean it was in 2008 like more than what 10 years ago i mean obviously more than that i said more than 10 years ago okay i'm not gonna map um he has come out and made a statement about how he applauds her re-recording her albums also his wife sophie turner has approved mr perfectly fine as well so so they seem to be on good terms happy for them we love joey he's such a great guy next on the list is lucas till now if you don't know who lucas till is did you ever watch hannah montana the movie the hot blonde from tennessee that's Lucas Till. He also starred with Taylor um, in the You Belong With Me music video. He's very hot. I would tap it 100%. Um, they dated in 2009 for just a few months again. And they split on really good terms. He seems to be one of the only ones that like actually split on good terms. And they split because of a reported lack of chemistry. So there's a quote from him from an article. He said, we dated for a little bit, but there was no friction because we were too nice. We just really both liked each other, but most relationships work out because you get along and then you don't. And then you make up and it's passionate. And with us, I really just liked her as a friend. That's the only reason it didn't work out. 
Spoken like a true man. Ugh, I can't make this whole episode a dig on men. There are some great ones out there, but spoken like a man. (laughs) There are no confirmed songs written about him, so he got off easy, and I guess that's what happens when you split well. So, good for Lucas. I hope he's doing well. Okay. Okay. Next was Taylor Lautner. Oh, boy. Also known as Taylor Squared, which I think is the most iconic couple name to ever come out. They also dated a later time in 2009, and they met on the set of Valentine's Day, which... Plug for that movie, it is a great movie. It's one of those ensemble movies where it's like there's so many different plot lines, but like you love all the characters. They play this cute little lovesick high school couple and they're adorable in it. Um, She broke up with him and he was hurt. Like he was not doing well. Um, she wrote Back to December about him, which is basically a song about, like, how she kind of regrets breaking up with this guy. You know, she, like, really hurt him. And he has come out and been, like, that's... He said something where he was, like, that's just what Taylor does. And, like, totally dissed on her. However, that was back in 2009. Um, they seem to be on good terms once again. They've, like supported each other in recent things he's now like engaged to some model or something so we love taylor squared a brief but a really good time in pop culture after she dated taylor lautner she dated Corey monteith now this isn't one that really um you don't t- we don't talk about this that much. They dated for less than a month in 2010. So Corey Monteith, he's the guy that plays Finn in Glee, passed away a few years ago. Um, he and Leah Michelle were engaged. You know, you know who I'm talking about. There's not much on the interwebs about them. I had to do some deep digging to find any information about him. Um, mine, her classic mine is reportedly about Corey, and that is just a great song. Um, Taylor later came out and made a public statement about his death, saying that she um, hope his family is doing well, and it was just really kind. So I hope, I think they broke up on decent terms. I mean, mine is a good song. So she didn't write any, like, diss tracks about him, so he seemed like a relatively good guy. Okay. Next, we have John Mayer, and I have one word for you. Messy. So, they started dating in June 2012, and they met while collaborating on a song. And when they broke up, he he also, there's another big age gap, similar to Jake Gyllenhaal. He was about 10 years older than her, and... When they broke up, she fully calls him out. I mean, hello, she has a song called Dear John. It is fully about John Mayer. And he was not, he was not happy about this. So this is a quote from an article. It said, the art, the Say artist slammed Swift's, quote, cheap songwriting, telling Rolling Stone that he didn't appreciate being the subject of her verses. 
Quote, it made me feel terrible. It was a really lousy thing to do, he said. Quote, I never got an email. I never got a phone call. I was really caught off guard. That's abusing your talent to rub your hands together and go, wait till he gets a load of this. That's bullshit. End quote. Brutal. I mean, okay. You know I'm all about supporting women, but the guy does have a point. I mean, she weaponizes her breakups. Not to say that her breakups haven't given us some of the best music ever, but, like, she weaponizes her breakup, her breakups, which, you know, is is definitely a power move. Like, you're using your to what you got advantage. But, like, it's funny watching old videos of her and performing and things, and she's always like, I wrote this one after a guy cheated on me. Bet he didn't want to cheat on me now. Like, I don't know. It's just silly to me. So, recently, after the re-release of Red, he starts getting death threats in his DMs. Literally, some guy, some girl is like, you and bit, like, I hope you die. Like, this horrible, horrible DM. And he posted it on a story, and he texted, he DM'd her back and said, like, just curious, do you really want me to die? Like, what a baller. And of course she sends back and she's like, no, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't realize anybody even looks at this. And it's just completely on an unrelated note. Like, we, you're not, you're not, not, just because you, like, say something behind the mask of the internet doesn't mean it's not hurtful. Like, when you post hate comments, when you troll people, it's not like you aren't actually hurting people. It's like you are and you're hiding behind a mask. That's a completely other other tangent. Anyways, I think he's a baller. I really like John Mayer. Some people don't. I don't know a lot about him, but I like his music. So I don't know exactly what terms they're on, but they are both thriving in their own way and we're happy to see it. Okay, next relationship of course Jake Gyllenhaal the man of the hour the man everybody's talking about and targeting on Twitter um their famous star-crossed relationship is rumored to be the inspiration of the red short film also I wrote that can you tell she's a journalism major anyways so we have a classic age gap um 20 and 30 she likes an older man what can I say? She likes an older man. Um, the scarf drama, though. Oh, sorry. Before we get into the scarf drama, they dated for three months. She is um, reportedly spent Thanksgiving with his family upstate. And, and then he broke up with her in a very messy way. The scarf drama, though. Like, the whole thing is, like, the scarf represents, like, her virginity and, like, he still has it because, like, he can't let go. Oh, my gosh. It is poetic. Like, this in this breakup inspired some of simply the best lines I've ever beheld. I'm going to read a few of my favorites from All Too Well, the 10-minute version, because I'm obsessed. Um, number one you kept me like a secret, but I kept you like an oath. <laughs> like, because she was younger and he was kind of ashamed, but she, oh, I mean, I don't really need to explain it here. Um, next one that I really loved is you kept my old scarf from that very first week because it reminds you of innocence and it smells like me. Period. 
And the last one that was my favorite is, you call me up again just to break me like a promise. So casually cruel in the name of being honest. Take my money, girl. You got me sold. Um, so he responded kindly to Red when the album came out and a lot of the songs were about him. And he made a statement saying, like, it was bittersweet. I wish you would have, like, talked to me about it first. But, like, I appreciate... Like, it wasn't, like, horrible, you know? Um, I personally... I also... I like Jake Gyllenhaal. He's done a lot of things that I really like. He may not shower, but, like, he's got a great voice. Yeah, that's right. He sings. And he was on Broadway. And I'm getting a call. Again, I'm not exactly sure what terms they're on. I feel like, honestly, the short film was kind of a dig. Like, if you're on really good terms with someone, I feel like you wouldn't, like, post that everywhere. Anyways, they're both thriving once again, and that's what we love to see. Because all ships rise with the tides. Like, you don't need to knock someone down for you to thrive. Like, everybody can thrive all together. Okay. Next relationship, it was short-lived. Connor Kennedy, um, he was related to Bobby Kennedy. I think he was, like, his son or something. There's not really much to their relationship. He was younger than her by, like, two years. He was 18. She was, what, 23 or something? Not much in their relationship. Seems like it was similar to, like, Lucas Till. They just, like, weren't that into each other, so they split. Um, then she pulled Harry Styles. Like, Taylor Swift has pulled some of the most iconic men ever. Um, dream life is to have Harry Styles in love with me. Who's, who, it, that isn't their dream life. I don't know. They were only together a few months in the summer of 2012. Um, after they broke up, there was definitely some tension sensed. Like, there was this whole thing where she threw this party, or she was, like, at this party like a chair at this party and all of the other One Direction members came except for Harry Styles. Mm T. Okay. Um, songs written about him were Style, duh, Harry Styles, Style, come on. Um, I Knew You Were Trouble is reportedly about him and same with Out of the Woods. She like made a statement about Out of the Woods where it was like, it just seemed like our relationship was just, like, one thing we had to get over. And then another thing we had to get over. Like, it was never smooth sailing. And it was super rocky, but a learning experience. So, there's been lots of tension over the years. Um, there's lots of good articles out there on the Googs about it. But Grammys 2021. They reunited. They had a friendly conversation Time seems to heal all wounds, is what I'll say. So I believe they are on good terms now. Next is Calvin Harris slash Tom Hiddleston. Um, Calvin Harris has been her longest relationship up until this point. Not this point, like present day, but up until when she was dating Calvin Harris. They dated for 15 months. He's a... Irish DJ Scottish he's Scottish it's rumored that they broke up because he was intimidated by Swift's success and here 
is my plug for dismantling the patriarchy. I think we need to get rid of this notion that the man has to be the more successful one in the relationship. And I think men need to get over this pride of, like, I'm the man, I need to provide. Like, I think it is totally acceptable and should be more praised that if your wife is more successful than you, you should be proud instead of intimidated and let it ruin your relationship. A plug for my Aunt Emily and my Uncle Hank. My Aunt Emily is this powerful businesswoman who started her own fitness conglomerate, basically, and has become an influencer, and her husband is the most supportive, and they're amazing. Anyways, I just hated that I read that he broke up with her because she was intimidated. He was intimidated. I think that is horrible. So that's my plug for dismantling the patriarchy. Moving on. After they broke up, it seemed to be they were on really good terms. Like all their pictures of each other were still up. They mutually broke up. It was fine. Then she starts to date Tom Hiddleston and that's when things get ugly. So there's definitely some jealousy there on his part. She moved on really fast and was very public about her relationship with Hiddleston. So they like went on a world tour together. No, not a concert tour. Like literally them just traveling the world together and posting about it. And she like went to Italy or somewhere, Austria and visited his mom. And they were just like very public about their travels and their relationship. And they're trying to make each other jealous. Calvin is hurt starts posting about stuff and then there's the fight with Kanye West which I'm not even gonna deep dive into all of Taylor's feuds like for being this like I mean who are we kidding she's a drama queen so am I but there there was something that happened after like the fight with Kanye where he was hanging out with um Kardashian West and and this is after her and Tom Hilson broke up and her and Calvin are hanging out again. It's it's almost too messy for this podcast. Read read an article. There's a great article that's like the timeline of their relationship that I found just absolutely fascinating. Um, I'm pulling up the... It's on People Magazine. Um, an important timeline of everything that has happened since Taylor Swift and Calvin Harris's breakup. So, yeah. Oh, this is period. He, like, had a Twitter feed that was just, like, complaining about her. Like, he said, hurtful to me at this point that her and her team would go so far out of their way to try and make me look bad at this stage, though. I figure if you're happy with your new relationship, you should focus on that instead of trying to tear your ex-boyfriend down for something to do. Oh my gosh. And then he references her feud with Katy Perry. He says, I know you're off tour and you need someone new to try and bury like Katy, but I'm not that guy. Sorry, I won't allow it. Holy crap. Period. Oh my gosh. Um, so crazy. Anyways, then there's this thing with like Kim Kardashian and there's this feud where, you know, Kanye West referenced her in it and she was like not happy about it and he never told her all this stuff. And then there's the fight where he interrupted her, her VMA award and all this stuff. 
But base Selena Gomez gets involved. Oh my gosh. Eventually, Tom Hiddleston and Taylor break up and there's still drama with Calvin and it just is crazy. So anyways, go look up the People article. It's really good, really fascinating. Um, go read the article. Okay, now it brings us to King Joe. Joe Alwyn, he is a British king. British actor. He's stunning and kind and amazing. And they have been together for four years and they are still very happy. Um, they're pretty private, but when they're out in public together, they're very cute. And he seems to treat her really well. Um, we stand a supportive king is simply all I can say. Like, he just seems like a really great guy. He's in one of my favorite movies I've ever seen. Um, it's called The Last Letter from Your Lover, and it is one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen. But they've been dating since 2016. So that's more than four years. Wow. Good job, Taylor. But he's in a lot of beautiful, like, dramas, and he is just a beautiful man, beautiful actor. I'm... <sighs> I hope, I hope they're happy together. I truly do. So here's the wrap up. What we've learned. The so what of the story, if you will. Taylor is a drama queen. And we love that for her. I myself am a drama queen. Um, she definitely writes about her experiences and that can cause drama. But it hasn't, hasn't done enough damage that like she's not famous or she's not thriving. So I just say, keep doing what you're doing. Um, but for me, I don't believe there are many issues like these inconsequential. Obviously there are big issues that I can take a definitive stance on, but like little celebrity dramas, I feel like it's hard. You can't take a definitive side. Unless it's, like, obvious, like, there was assault or rape or something. But, like, I can enjoy her music and listen to her breakup anthems, but also support the other artists and their work and enjoy them, too. Like, I don't think you have to choose sides. And I just hope that no one is getting so lost in their love for Taylor Swift that they are sending death threats or trolling. Like, there is no excuse for cyberbullying someone or sending someone a death threat. Like, simply, that is not okay in any facet. There's nothing that you could tell me that would justify that. So, that's what I have to say. I love Taylor. Um, I love all these guys. I think... Mm, I love what they've done for the music industry and that through their rough experiences, we have been blessed with some pretty banging music. So we're going to end this week with the hot girl tip of the week from none other than the queen herself, Taylor Swift. So this is an interview with Elle magazine. It's like 30 things I learned turning 30. Okay. She says, I learned not to let outside opinions establish the value I place on my own life choices. For too long, the projected opinions of strangers affected how I viewed my relationships. Whether it was the general internet consensus or who would be right for me or what they thought was couple goals based on a picture I posted on Instagram, that stuff isn't real. For an approval, approval seeker like me, it was an important lesson for me to learn to actually have my own value system of what I actually want. 
and we love to hear it. The most important opinions that should matter the most to you are your own. Um, this is your, ch- this is me telling you, take back your power. You are worthy. You are valid. Your opinions matter. You matter. You're enough. And let's throw a little more self-love. Um, remember to subscribe, rate, review, and tell all your friends. Post it on your story. Tell your mom. Tell your dog. Tell your great aunt who you haven't seen in years, but you're, you saw them over Thanksgiving and tell everyone love you so, so much. Um, if you liked this kind of more pop culture deep dive, let me know. It was kind of fun. I got to do a lot of research. I put to use my journalism class and maybe a journalism degree would actually be useful. So yeah. Anyways, you guys know the drill. Stay hot, besties. We'll talk next week. Hey, nice to see you.